Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did you know that Kinda Dating Now has merch? Yep, we collaborated with tpublic.com to create t-shirts, hoodies, mugs, stickers, iPhone cases, and so much more. Picking up one of our items is a great way to support the show and grab some swag for yourself. So swing over to tpublic.com or follow the link in the description of this episode to grab yours today. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Kinda Dating, the comedy dating podcast where I, your host, Natasha Chandel, and some cool guests break down the dating world and try to figure out why the fuck do we all have commitment issues? Today's topic is 2022 dating trends. Let's do this. Hello, friends. I'm Natasha Chandel. You're listening to Kinda Dating. It is officially 2022. Where were you on the night of January 30th? I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. But the point is, guys, it's another year, another set of interesting and weird dating trends. Will this be you? What should you look out for? Before we get into all of that, uh, we're so glad that you've stuck with us for another year. So thank you for that. Um, but please remember, if uh, you're new to this podcast, Subscribe to this podcast and tell your friends because that's how we grow. Also, leave us a five-star rating or review. We're also on social media. Did you guys know this? We're at Kinda Dating across the board. Our Instagram is really funny, so you should follow us there. And uh, Aisha mans that, by the way. So when you guys contact me on there, just know you're actually talking to Aisha. Um, but she's on there. She's not here with us today, but she is at Aisha Says Dance. And as your complicated friend, I am at Natasha Chandel on Instagram, Natasha.Chandel on TikTok, Natasha underscore Chandel on Twitter. Keep up with that. Okay, we're going to get into today's episode. I'm so fucking excited because she's like an actual life friend of mine. Uh, she's a TikTok star, comedian, and actress. We have Vinita Kilnani here with us. What's up, girl? Hey, hey, what is going on? Thanks for having me. Yeah, and fellow Cindy. Oh, heck yeah. One of the few. <laughs> Yes, exactly. It's so true. But you have the legit Cindy name. I'm I'm a mutt, so I still have the my dad's side name. Uh, what are yeah. we gonna do? We're gonna make you a Chandelani. Chandelani, Chandelani. <laughs> yeah. Then, then you'll be official. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Everybody's like, "What's a Cindy?" Because they've heard Hindi, but they're like, "Huh? You want to oh tell them? What's Cindy? We gotta do a. We have to make that video and tell people what the heck a Cindy is. And there's so few of us in this world. <laughs> It's true. It's yeah, true. We're, do you we're want, cool. Do you, you want to tell people what what's a who who are? Oh yeah. Okay. 
So a Sindhi is a, it's a type of an, an Indian person. So there was a land called Sindh uh, back in the day, I think before 1947, mm-hmm. um, called Sindh. And now I think now it's Pakistan, right? Yeah, it's it's yeah. Uh, now it is part of Lahore and in, in yeah. Pakistan. Yeah, right. So where I guess where my 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 family came from was that region of Sindh, and your mm-hmm. half of yours, I guess. Yeah, my <laughs> mom and grandma. Yeah, yeah. So we are the people called Sindhis, and one way you can tell um, if someone is possibly Sindhi is if in their last name it ends with A N I. So I'm Kilnani. My mom is Badvani. Right. One of my best friends is Dadlani. Yeah. My mom was Tinani. And then there's like a Kushalani. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All these Anis. That's how you know. You can be like, are you Cindy maybe? Okay. It's true. (laughs) It's Cindy's and Ismailis also sometimes have uh, Ani last names. Yeah. I guess you just have to confirm like, are you from India? Okay. Are you, which part? (laughs) It's so true. Oh, yeah, Marita, you and I can just like shit talk about anything. I feel so. Oh. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to bring us back onto what we're talking about. Okay, yeah, bring us back because we can go on for days for anything. But yeah, okay. Uh, we ask every guest the first question: um, single or in a relationship? Okay, I am married. I'm in a relationship. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How long you been married for? Literally like a year. Oh my gosh, it's just been a year. Yeah, I mean, okay, maybe a year and a couple months, but yeah, just a year. It's very brand new. And how long were you guys together before that? So we met virtually in 2016. We got engaged in 2017 and we got married in 2020. During the pandemic? Yeah, during the pandemic. Wow. Uh, It was so weird. It was the weirdest ever, but it was fun. So you've like, you guys, so this will be good because you can talk about it from both per, both perspectives of like you weren't single that long ago um you know what i mean and and so it's like you can gauge if any of these sound like they're bullshit or <laughs> or actually f- like a real dating yeah. trend cuz like every year we get these new dating trends come out they're nuts some of them are really nuts last oh, yeah. year and they all have these weird terms so last year was roaching was one of them uh, and uh roaching okay roaching okay. and it was like I-, I can't even describe it 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 i don't i can't even describe it it was insane um but we have a whole bunch of new terms for 22 bring it and, on yeah and i want to know <laughs> your thoughts about it and we'll just you know we'll we'll talk about a few of these things all um, right let's do it i i have before I met my husband, I dated a lot because I, w- I like to meet people and everyone was mostly from L.A. where we are. So I have uh, I have many years of that under my belt. <laughs> yeah, you a hoe like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Like I had my first crush when I was in like pre-K. His name was Guy. Oh, my gosh. You're, so you goes, and I are like the same person. Yeah, I it had- goes way back. I, I already was giving him Batman stickers, like trying to co- trying to court him. What was I thinking? I don't know. But I, I, were, I go way back with the dating, I guess. You were trying to get straight to his heart. You're like uh, superheroes. Let's I was like, Dad, Batman. I need you to buy me more Batman stickers. I need them for school. And he's like, why? He didn't know. I was literally giving this boy a sticker every morning. I was like, I'll see you by the jungle gym. <laughs> and then I would give him a sticker and then I would be so happy. And then I would do it again the next day. 
Oh my gosh. The things we do. The things Terrible. we do for love. Uh, but he liked this other girl named Sky. So I never had a chance. I had a bowl cut and a gap in my teeth and I never had a chance with him. And uh, he the picked the blonde cut. hair, blue, blue, blue eyed girl. Fuck for Sky. <laughs> Sky. So vanilla. Uh, I tried to find him on Facebook recently, but I don't know his last name. I know it is fun to do that sometimes to like look back at your childhood crushes. I actually did try to search for my first like boyfriend. I was (laughs) also in kindergarten. He was in my class in uh, in Dubai named Imran Khan. Um, Okay, And uh, and then when we went to first grade, my mom always tells a story that I was in the courtyard in Dubai and like nobody could get me in class. I was bawling, bawling, bawling because I was I didn't want to go. I loved my teacher from before. <sighs> and then nobody could get to me. And then Imran came, ran over, kissed me on the cheek and grabbed my hand and said, let's go. And I was like, OK. <laughs> oh, my God. And uh, and he was like my best friend, but also like probably my first crush. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I, There's too many Imran Khan. So I and I and nobody yeah. has a picture of him. So we don't know mm-hmm. what he looks like or who he was. But I had Iran, a similar in fourth grade. I had a huge crush on this boy named Timothy Wang. He was in fifth grade. I grew up with a lot of Asian kids. So he was like this just cute Chinese boy with glasses. And I had a huge crush on, crush on him. And I didn't know that it was inappropriate to write him like a love note. So I, I was really into, I think, who sings that song? Every step you take, every, is it Sting? Yeah, right? Um, yeah, it sounds like him, yeah. So I wrote that in the love note, but then I got in trouble by the yard duty because I made him cry because it came off like stalkerish because it's, it's like every step you take, every move you make, I'll be watching you. And I didn't know that it was like bad. And so he cried and then I had to go home and it was like this whole thing. And then recently I found him on Facebook and he's like an eye banker now in New York City. <laughs> Ooh, an eye banker. Yeah. An eye banker, probably, you know, doing very well for himself. And I was just oh, like, you I said banker. I, can... I heard eye banger. I thought oh, I was like, is I'm he sorry. just super hot? Like that's a term oh. for super hot. Like he's an eye banger. <laughs> no, he's an investment banker. Investment banker. <laughs> Yes. You should have married him. <laughs> I guess so, right? Then I would have never met Preet. I know. He's the best. Preet is amazing. Preet is funny. Yeah. But yeah, that's a funny, another boy story from back in the day. I love these. I love these. Well, you're going to have to keep telling mm-hmm. us because, okay, here are some of the dating trends that are going on and see if like you ever did these while you were dating and or do you understand why anybody would do this now? So right. the first trend for 2022 is called dry dating. So they're saying dry January is spilling over in the year. And according to Bumble, 34% of global daters are likely to go on a dry date. So example, iced coffee and a hike. Uh, What do you think about that? Does that make sense to you? So I'm going to sound really nerdy right now, but I'm actually not a big alcoholic person. I'm like, I I never really, I've never been drunk. I've had like, a drink and I've gotten like a mild buzz, but I've never had, I just don't like to be out of control. <laughs> so I like to be, I have a problem. Like I like to be in control of situations. So, um, I guess I, I kind of like the idea of dry dating because I think that's when you get to really 
know a person, but then some people feel like they might need a little sip to loosen up a little, you know, they might get nervous. So that's okay. But, um, I don't know. I think dry dating could be a challenge for a lot of people. I you think know? it's probably just something that'll last a couple weeks is my, yeah, guess. because I agree. Probably like the pandemic made people alcoholics because they were drinking so yeah. much inside that their livers are feeling it. Yeah, I agree. People feel like, oh, I'm not going to drink on a date anymore, you know? And you're like, right, yeah. right. You'll do that for three dates. And then you'll be like, listen, how do I sit through this fourth date right now? Exactly. And at the top of the year, people are more likely to be healthy and like starting a new gym plan. So they'll probably be like, I'm going to go on a cleanse. I'm not going to have any alcohol. I'm going to be in this new me. But like you said, I don't think it's going to last. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe with certain people, but not the majority. I mean, drinking has always been quote unquote fun. Everyone always, I don't it, know. It's a weird thing. I didn't drink until a few years ago. So before that, I never had, I was like oh. a little teetotaler, never had alcohol. Um, and so, but now I drink. <clears throat> Sorry, not COVID cough, guys. Um, <laughs> now I drink and I actually, sometimes, I don't drink a lot like you. I'm like really good at two. Like that's yeah. my really sweet spot. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't like getting drunk just because I get migraines all the time. But, um, um, yeah. right. But like, I try to think back to what it was like when I was dating everybody and didn't drink. Cause I used to say like, Hey, you can drink. I won't drink. I hope that's okay. Or I would say coffee or whatever. And now I'm like, man, some people are so fucking boring. How did I sit through that? Yeah, they really and are. There's a lot of boring people out there. So sometimes like now I see it, like the alcohol did help. Like when I, when I did start drinking, isn't it just made it a little more fun where I just didn't, I cared a little less. And so I was yeah. like, all right, whatever, man, you're going to waste my time, but at least I'll get a buzz out of it. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, I definitely, you know, I had a lot of clubbing nights and I would, I would have a, have a little sip, you know, and it was mm -hmm. fun. I mean, I, I love to dance anyway, so I would always be the first one on the dance floor, but the drink just, I guess, spiced it up a little bit. And I, gosh, I miss those days. COVID has really ruined a lot here. <laughs> it has. You and I would I have know. been out dancing all the time. God, I love it. I was the first on the floor and the last off the floor. Like, oh, I, I met you like in the pandemic. So yeah. I feel like I never, I went, I hung out with you like very few times in person. Yeah. So, but yeah. yeah. So uh, back to this dry dating thing. So <laughs> yeah, well, I, yeah, I just, um, I don't think it's going to last very long. I think Valentine's is around the corner. You know, everybody and you know, everybody's bottle. people are going to be so sad if they didn't have a date during Valentine's. So they're going to start drinking. Yeah. What's another reason? You know, Mark, um, more holidays are coming. Let's just pop some beers. Let's um, what other holidays are coming up? Valentine's Day is coming and the Memorial Day weekend. Yep. So it's just going to go. I don't know. Easter. People drink wine on Easter. Easter no? Yeah. Oh, Sunday brunch. Let's have a drink. It's always like have a drink. It's oh, true. Super Bowl. Super Bowl is coming. Yes. Big drinking so, day. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think dry dating is going to last. Yeah. It's a very, it's a nice thought though. What about, yeah. um, hesitating, hesitating is becoming a thing. Hesitating. Hesitating? Hesitating. It's a term coined by Plenty of Fish where, uh, 
People are feeling indifferent about dating. They're unsure if they want serious or casual because life in general is so uncertain. Um, and, and according to a survey, 70% of people feel this way. So here's my thoughts on hesitating. Mm-hmm. I think because through the pandemic, unfortunately, a lot of people have seen loss, um, <clears throat> like sickness, loss. And then, you know, even me, I had two people I knew pass away in the pandemic. It's very sad. But it's made me realize that, yes, life is very short. And, you know, so I can definitely understand why people are like, do I need to date? Do I, should I just make myself happy? I should focus on these things instead of these things. Like I have one friend uh, that I've known for a long time and he was doing some safe COVID dating, maybe like the middle of last year. But then as soon as this new new variant happened, um, I'm, I keep calling it Omarion and like Omnicron. I keep saying the wrong name. You really are a TikTok star. The Om- the Omarion variant. <laughs> you you've seen that sound. I, yeah, everyone has. Even I didn't know what it was. I kept calling it Omnicron for like two months, but it's like it's not. There's no N. Anyways, so my friend was like, "I'm stopping all dating. Um, I'm just gonna be not dating for a lot." So he hasn't gone on a date uh, in like six months because of the var- new variant, and he's he's fine with it. He's like, he's like, I'd rather be alive and, and safe. I, I don't need to date. So I was like, okay. And then before the pandemic, he was like very eager to date. He's like, I really want to settle down. I really want to, he's getting older. He's like, I really want to find a part. But now he's completely changed. So I and get I it. Think, and I think that that's um, definitely a result of a few things that will be on this list, but uh, they they also say one of the the new trends is consciously single. Like people are being more consciously single or being proud of singlehood. Um, mm-hmm. I think also because of this fact that like you you realize your time on Earth is limited because fucking everything can happen. You know mm-hmm. who do you want to spend your time with because th- that circle that bubble becomes smaller for some people. There are a lot of people partying it up out there. God bless. Um, but you know, others are being more mindful. And so I can see people being confused about what, what they want right now. Like I've asked myself, like I got really lucky and met my boyfriend right before the pandemic, but I've asked myself a lot. How, how would I feel if I were single? Like I've always been during this pandemic. And so I can see the struggle. Like on one end, you might want something serious because you're like, oh, you're going through all of this. But at the same time, everything is changing every day. So you're like, I don't know, man. What if I can't go out suddenly and I'm trapped forever? What if now I'm free and the world opens up and I I finally like the world is my oyster again? Like, (laughs) yeah, you know, so I'm sure that there's a lot of people questioning what they want. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, oh, definitely. I think even, even like, yeah, it's just, you're right. Everything is changing so fast. And every day we're hearing like a new news report where it's like, it's worse here or, or it's better here or whatever. And even me sometimes I'm like, should I live in America? Like, should I move to another country where 
there's less people, less chance of getting COVID. Um, it's less expensive for healthcare. And like, so I start thinking about these things and I'm like, whoa, what's going Like, am I really having these thoughts? And so, yeah, I think back to the dating thing, I think, I think everyone's having these thoughts and it's like, so I think it's, I think it's real as dating and I've seen it with my friends. Like they're just, they're consciously saying like, I don't, I don't think I need to date right now. Mm -hmm. You know, so everyone's like, let me be safe first. I think it's a good state to be in. I mean, we've done many episodes on that idea of embracing being single and you know, something I've been telling people because they ask like, oh my God, you met your boyfriend right before the pandemic. I was like, yeah, but what people don't know is I took a year off of dating in 2019 on purpose. So I was consciously single for a year because I was at a point in my life where I was just like, yeah, you know what? Like people are too distracting right now. Like guys were just too distracting. I was like, I just need to put my head down and work. And And I was truly like, I felt like I had too much baggage, you know, Mm -hmm. like other people's energy. And I just needed to sort of cleanse myself of of everything and just make life about me for a while. And and it was the best thing I did. You know, there are times in my life where I've purposely done that. And just to shed, um, I've gone to movies by myself. I've like, I traveled alone, you know, and I went to India for a month by myself. And it was just so great doing things that were scary, not thinking about somebody else for once, um, mm-hmm. just like focusing on what I wanted. And then I feel like I was in a better place when I did meet somebody because it was more exactly that conscious. Like, are you now adding value to my life? Cause now mm-hmm. I like really enjoy my life alone. Yeah. I mean, did I, you ever go through that? Well, it's really funny that she said that because um, so when I met Preet, it was 2016, but the whole, the year and maybe a couple months before that, I was doing the exact same thing. I was so drained from dating all these LA guys. Like I was going on a lot of dates and I was meeting people, but nothing was like sticking and nothing was, you know, clicking with me. And, um, I, I consciously said, I'm just going to focus on my career. I'm going to like work out more. I'm going to pay attention to my health, my family, my, my career. And I, said, no more. I'm not going to, not going to hit up anyone. Someone wants to hang out with me. I probably won't do it because I need to really, like you did focus on me and not going to lie that June, that following June is when, you know, I met Bree and I'm like, he came out of nowhere. So I was very, I was like really glad that I had that time though. Cause ever since I met him, I've been with him and it's been great. But it was nice to have a time where it was just all Vanita and like, but it was nice. I got to, during that time, I was like meditating a little bit and I was like, what do I want? What will, what will help me find my partner? What do I want in a partner? So I was thinking of all of those things and it helped me like decide, oh, I want a man who's going to make me laugh. I want a man who's like silly like me. So that gave me a lot of time to kind of like, I think I told you, I believe in like the universe and like manifesting stuff. So that's when I did a lot of that. And it was, it was very similar to you. And then I met him and you met your guy. Yeah. I mean, people (laughs) 
underestimate in a way the power of surrender, right? Too in what we oh, do. Yeah. Like I think we're all we're in a culture that always says hustle, hustle, go, 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 go get what you want. And even if it's love, like go get it, go get it. And sometimes it's okay to go like, hey, I'm I'm gonna surrender to the moment for a bit, which is mm-hmm. like, let me chill, breathe. I got to a place in that time where I was just like really content being alone. I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to die alone. This is cool. Like I was me really too. okay with it. Me too. Me too. Really? I was the same. Yeah. I, 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 there was a period of freak out because I was like, am I not good enough? Am I ugly? <clears throat> Why am I not finding the right person? And then there was a period of like, you know what? Maybe I'm not meant to find a person because I'm meant to do something else with my life. Like, Maybe it's acting. Maybe it's being a scientist. Maybe it's being a mom. I don't know. So there was a period where I literally surrendered. And I was like, I don't care. I told my parents too, because they were really getting on my nerves. They were like, you're getting up there. You need to settle down. And I was like, how? Like, you can't force that. So I, I literally said, F it. Whatever will be, will be. Oh, it's okay, girl. You can and say then, fuck it on this show. Uh, fuck it. <laughs> and so then when I said that, I I was so liberating. It was just like, <sighs> I was like, I'm just going to trust the process, trust the universe, and I'm just going to do whatever, go with the flow. And then literally, like shortly thereafter is when I met Preet. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I love to hear that because then I'm like, oh, it wasn't just some crazy thing I did. Um, it, no, it no. To you literally said what I did and it was so perfect because... I still do that to this day. Sometimes if there's like a role I want and I did a good audition and I'm like, damn, I really wanted that role. But then, you know, we see that we didn't get it. I'm like, you know what? It's okay. Because A, I did get the audition. Someone saw it in the room, in the casting room. Um, It was a good experience. And um, yeah, that's all. So I I still do that today because I have moments of freak out. I'm sure maybe you do too. Lots. Where we're like, oh, when are we getting this role? Or when is this happening? Or when are you going to hit a million on TikTok? <laughs> All the time. And like you're, that. you're getting there. You're getting there. Yeah, what are you but, at? 650? Something thousand? like that. But, but, you, but you know, we have, I still have these moments. And then um, I just, I have to tell myself to surrender and just, just enjoy the moment. Just enjoy chatting with you today. Enjoy that I had an audition earlier. And that's it, you know, you just no hundred percent. You you yeah. have to, uh, I mean, I think every, this sounds so lame, but there's, um, <laughs> there's a P90X. Uh, yeah. The, the workout. What's his name? T- Tony Horton or whatever. Tim Horton, Tony Horton. I that guy know. would always that. say, do your best and leave the rest. Oh uh, yeah. I heard that in like an, an acting class too. I can't remember. And it's but, actually uh, something that they say in the Bhagavad Gita. Oh my, my dad was would very probably fun. know that. Yeah. Of yeah. Yeah. Well, another <laughs> dating trend, Vanita, for 22 is dating apps for all ages. So, you know, oh. uh, dating is becoming a thing for all ages. And dating apps for older people has grown by 3,500%. Dang. What do you okay. think about that? First of all, no shame on the older folks, but some older folks don't know how to use their phone. So Not yet. I don't know. Is this true? Like, are they getting more active on their apps? <laughs> I think they're, I think they're trying to, I think. That's uh, nice though, that they're trying. 
I think people definitely still have to learn uh, some of the ways, but I think it's awesome that there are apps geared more towards older folks and like people are realizing that your life doesn't end. Your dating life doesn't end after 40 or 50. You know, you're like, yes. oh, okay, I can still, people are living longer. There are so many more ways to connect. And yeah, so they like can that. now like find people you embracing like something idea. that they didn't before, like digital. I yeah, I like the idea. I think it's very nice. You know, if someone if someone's single and they're older, I think it's a great idea. I just think it's really funny though, because like my, so my parents are seniors and I always hang out with their senior friends and nobody knows how to use their phone. Like I, I am shocked. Like a lot of them are single and they're nice people. And I'm, they're always asking me questions like, how do you call an Uber? And I'm just like, I'll show you. And then I spent like a month trying to explain Instagram to my, one of my friends in my, one of my car clubs. And I taught her how to use it. I was very slow and specific. She still calls me. She said, Vanita, I I don't know. Uh, Where's my, what's a direct message? What is that? So it's, (laughs) it's funny to me. I, I love the concept of it. I'm glad that there are some people trying to use the apps, but I'm like, what about those people that are like really, really senior? Like, what about them? <laughs> they need love too. <laughs> they do. They do. They do. Everybody's just got to get online because apparently there's an app for that. Yeah. I like it though. I've seen some really unique apps where it's like for a specific culture or for a specific type of person. And I, I love that. I think it's nice. I agree. This is an interesting one that I'm very curious what you think. Um, They said a dating trend for 2022 is outer course. Um, Also, maybe known or in the same vein as sensory sex. So it's been forecasted by the sex toy brand Lilo that a trend for 2022 will be non-penetrative sex, which includes massages, dry humping, mutual masturbation, experimenting. Um, Huh. I... I just, my only thing with this is like, why specifically 2022? Like, why is there something that happened that like you can get COVID for, it's not like COVID is like sex driven that everybody's suddenly into experiment. And these aren't really experimentations, are there? They're just things that have been going on forever. Yeah, they have been going on forever. I think (laughs) at first when you read it, I was like, this is just like a bullshit section because that's been going on forever. But then when you mentioned COVID, I was like, okay, maybe their angle is it's COVID. You you know, you can do X, Y, and Z, but you, you won't cough on the person, but you can still uh, massage them or whatever. Uh, maybe that's what they're doing. I don't get it. I just don't know what would what would be the catalyst for this, I guess, is the question. Like, because COVID yeah. really is an airborne disease. It's not, it's not respiratory anymore, we know. So it's not like yeah. it's going from your mouth to somebody's mouth. It's really, it's in the <laughs> fucking air. So we're breathing it and <laughs> yeah. you can't escape the air. So air exists even during dry humping, you know? Like, uh, yeah. But I don't know. That's, um, that's weird. That's, uh, that's yeah, I don't know if this is a 22. I don't know. I don't know if I agree if that this is a 2022 trend. I just think. Yeah, me too. People. Do I mean, this. it's it's always been there and people have 
always been doing it as a form of uh, foreplay uh, or even whatever you want to call it. So I, I don't know if that's a trend for just this year. So I, we're <laughs> on the same page about that. Um, this one is more, uh, you know, maybe on the nose, but people are uh, veering more towards emotional intelligence over physical attractiveness. So according to Match, in the first time ever, there is a drop in singles preference for physical attractiveness. They now prefer open-minded and accepting. And wow. 83% of singles say they're looking for emotional maturity. Wow. Is that true? Wow. I mean, according to Match, now, how That's many people have Match done? But who knows? What do you think about it? Well, I think maybe during the pandemic, everyone was like alone in their house and they were like, either they watched a bunch of shit or they educated themselves and they were like, yeah, I want a person who can like be open to things. And maybe they, maybe people just became more open during the, or more, more particular about what they want in a partner. And maybe they realized in the pandemic, I'm not having much physical connection, not because of COVID. And so what's important to me is, oh uh, yeah, I am having this five hour phone call with this person and I like it. Maybe. Yeah, I think so. I think definitely maybe the idea that people during um, the pandemic also realized, like, if you're stuck in a room with somebody for months on end, what's really going <laughs> to carry the relationship? Um, but, but what do you think about attractiveness in general? I am very clear about it that I think you need to still be attracted to somebody. Yeah, I think so too, because, you know, how do I say this? You You need to, you need, you need to still be able to (laughs) to get, yeah, you 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 need to, you need to still like want to look at the person and, and want to, you're going to be around them. So you, I think there should always be that little emotion or like sense of chemistry that was there needs to be there. Um, obviously it's not the most important thing because that will eventually, you know, we grow together and like personalities important and like compatible, all that other stuff. But, but yes, I think there should be a little bit of, uh, scientific spark, you know, like physical. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, I, I definitely still think that you got to be attracted to somebody and that doesn't have to be physical, but there has to be some attraction, however, that is manifested for you. Um, but I do think that what will keep people together is the emotional aspect. And it's not for the reason people think. I hate when people are like, oh, you shouldn't think about physical attractiveness because physical attractiveness fades away. I'm like, it doesn't really fade away. The truth is you just kind of get used to it, right? Like (laughs) if you're with a 10 and you're seeing a 10 all the time, 10 becomes normal. Yeah. And then that's that's why people cheat, you know? Uh, That's why somebody's like, how did they cheat on, how do you cheat on Beyonce? How did Jay-Z cheat on Beyonce? You know, you're like, but to him, he's been looking at a 10 forever. So mm-hmm. he's so used to it. Yeah. Even if he sees an eight, he's like, it's different. Different. 
Yeah. You know? And so like, yeah, I do think that like the physical attractiveness isn't enough, but I I do think you should be attracted, but I appreciate and I'm glad that people are finally putting a little more focus into. Yeah. I'm really glad. I'm really glad about that actually, because it is important because, you know, it's just, it's good. That's what's, that's what relationships should be based on. Like more than just one thing, you know, Mm -hmm. the whole thing. So it's really nice that it's it's showing up in that data on match, match.com. <laughs> this is true, match.com. Yeah. Um, this is an interesting one. So a dating trend for 22 is also heteroflexibility. And okay. the Office for National Statistics in the UK said that people identifying as heterosexual is actually declining. And uh, and heteroflexibility is a term for people who are predominantly identify as heterosexual, but are capable of same sex or gender fluid attractions. Um, Yeah. This is interesting to me, mostly just I'm like, why did why do we have a term for this? I don't know. Things have really changed since I grew up. Uh, I mean. Everything is just so open now and everyone's just trying everything. And they're, I think it's easier for people to be who they are and who they want to be. And I think it's, it's literally just so it's changed so much from when I, from when I grew up, like it's so different. I mean, I, I can adjust to it and I like, I like it. It's great. Let everyone be what they want to be, but it's funny seeing like, uh, people in older generations and they're they're just like so stuck they're like I don't get it like what is going on <laughs> you know but yeah I do see more of it and uh, it's fine um I don't think it's a trend I, I, is it a trend or is it here to stay yeah I'm I think sure. that's the part that kind of rubs me weird about it when they're kind yeah. of identifying it as a trend and I'm like maybe we're just in a point of in a sense sexual and identity revolution, you know, where it's like the sixties, you know, it's sort of a free love era and people are removing labels and just doing who and what they want. And yeah, I see so much of it on, so I'm on TikTok obviously. And, um, I see a lot of it on TikTok and it's, it sucks though. Cause sometimes, um, I'll see like a couple that are, if you look at them, they just look like not, uh, how do I say this? They just, they're, they're in love. Okay. There's a couple, they're in love and they may have a huge age difference or whatever difference. And I don't think there's a problem with it. If they're happy, they're happy, but there's so many comments that are like haters. And I'm just like, are we accepting or are we still talking shit? Like, what are we doing? What are the so, comments about? Like hating on the couple for being yeah for being a, or for being for having such a huge age gap, and then uh, for um, I see curious. a lot of is it a, is it a male to female? What's the eight? Who's who's yeah? The, the male is one? like in their twenties, and the females in their sixties. See, I was gonna say uh, I, that's why I asked that question. I wondered if anybody would say that if it was reverse but people always say it when it's a woman who's older with a younger man, then everybody's like, oh, what the fuck are you doing? How this yeah. is so gross and blah, blah, blah. 
And well, I've seen both. And then there's gold digger comments on the other yeah. one. So right. it's, I'm like, it, in general, I think we're getting more accepting, but then there, there's a lot of people that are still not. I mean, we have, we have a friend who is uh, older and he's 46. And I think his girlfriend is 26. And, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, people were like, oh my God, blah, blah. Yeah. I was just like, honestly, like, I wouldn't do it, but I don't know what their relationship is. Maybe they really do connect on something and they have something. And yeah, like, who am I to fucking judge if they're happy? It's not my life. What do I care? I think that's, yeah. the, that's the part, like, when it doesn't affect any part of my life, I don't care. That's why this heteroflexibility and like labeling it and making mm-hmm. a trend kind of bugs me because I'm like, who cares? Like, just let people be. I, just be. I don't, why yeah. do, I don't need a term for it. You're you. I know. I feel like there's a new term every few months coming out. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, we already knew that, but you have a label now. So it's like, and I'm just yeah, like, I but like, I don't care. I, I appreciate, I appreciate sexual fluidity or gender fluidity, but like, that's it. Like, that's all we need. We're all, maybe we're all sexually fluid or gender. Yeah. Fluid. I don't know. That's all. Like, we don't need these like my minutia <laughs> fucking semantics, you know? I know. I agree with you. I agree with you on that. Like, I'm, I'm super open to it. I'm like, everybody do you, I actually feel boring. I, I was telling my boyfriend that I was like, I feel like. I'm the total boring <laughs> one. I'm just fucking straight. Like, Into men. Yeah. Fuck. Like, and everyone else is like having fun with all kinds of different yeah. people. And I'm just only into like one type of man. Like, a man. like all my girlfriends too, to be honest with you, all, during this, the pandemic and, and, and this, like I said, this awakening that's happening for people. I've had a few friends come to me and say, yeah, I was always like, one is married. And she's like, I've always been attracted to women, but like, yeah, I'm married. I just thought like, it's normal. Like it's everybody is. And so I said to her, I was like, everybody is saying this to me. Was I the abnormal one? Cause I was just straight up. I'm like, just dick. Yeah. Where's the dick? I mean, I I do think some women are pretty and attractive, but I'm not like, I don't know. I'm not trying to like do anything like crazy. It's funny. Cause I, I have had the opportunity. I've had many lesbians hit on me. It's like a whole part of my stand-up that lesbians love me. And uh, and my girlfriends are lesbians and they've hit on me and they they tell me all the time too. They're like, you'd make a woman really happy. Um, I'm like, I know. I just like dick too much. Um, but my thing is like, I've had the opportunity and even like when a girl like touches me, I'm like, that's so soft, but like get your fucking buttery hands off of me. Yeah. Like, like I'm like, it's too <laughs> soft. I just want like a fucking rugged man hand, you know, like it's I'm so fucking backwards. Now I just feel boring. I'm like, fuck. I know. That's really funny that you say that. I didn't think about that, but I, I'm in the same boat. So Yeah, just totally like everybody yeah. has something cool and then people have this cool I'm style and I'm like, fuck, yeah, I'm just I'm at home. I'm uh, married to a guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> we should make a show about it. That'd be funny. Yeah. Just the, the two the two girls who like their men. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of conflict in that. Yeah. The conflict Lots is with the world. Oh, yeah. I like it. Maybe we just came up with a yeah. show idea. Yeah, maybe we did. Got ourselves a job. Do it. There's there's something called untyping. So uh, during 
uh, uh, or for 22, they're saying people are going to go against their type. Oh, untype. I thought you were talking about typing. I know. Oh, untyping. So like purposely finding someone opposite what they normally go for. Maybe people have always gone for, um, you know, the, again, maybe they only cared about physical attractiveness and were only Mm -hmm. wanted somebody tall or, or like this or like that. And now they're just like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to go for something different. That's interesting. I guess we don't really know what we want until we try a bunch of stuff. So yeah, if you've been dating a, an orange for a while, go for a banana or whatever. I, yeah. I don't know. But that's that's cool. I, I say try whatever until you find the right match because that's what I did. I went out with all kinds of people and uh, got my heart broken a few times, but whatever. <laughs> I didn't, never thought I would end up with an Indian dude ever. I always like was like, I do not want to be with an Indian dude because they're really? like super hairy. And like, I just don't, I just don't want that. I want to be with like, I always wanted to marry a Jewish guy, actually. Interesting. Yeah. I went out with a few. I went to New York. Fetish? Yeah. I went, I flew to New York twice to find myself a Jewish husband. Um, I did not find one. <laughs> but Were I you went on J-date? Like, <clears throat> I, I almost went on J-date, but I didn't. But I started removing my tattoos because I knew that the Jewish mothers don't like tattoos. So I started to remove them because I have a few like little ones from my pop music days. And yeah, I, I was really, that was my mission. But then out of the blue came this South Indian man, super hairy. But I love him. <laughs> oh my God. That's so funny. I love that. I love that. Yeah. I always, I'm like, can you please wax your chest, please? He's like, no, I like, I like it. It's like a rug. I like it. <laughs> like, okay. But yeah, he, he just like, he's perfect for me. So I'm like, you know, he makes me laugh and he like compliments my things. So I'm like, you're good. We're good. I told him all about the Jewish fetish and he actually went to school in a huge Jewish community. Um, and a lot of the terms that he uses, uh, cause he grew up, you know, over there in New York city and he has a lot of Jewish friends and he teaches me a lot about it. And he actually laughs at me because he's like, you flew to New York city to find it. Okay. Okay. That's cool. That's like, he so thinks it's funny. really funny. Yeah. And I found the opposite. I mean, I, I've had a couple of Jewish boyfriends and, uh, and they always loved Indian girls. They were always like, yeah. love Indians. I was like, okay. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. But I yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you that people should uh, date all different types of people, especially against yeah. your type. And, and what's, you know, the most that'll happen is what Vanita said, right? You could meet somebody <laughs> that floats your boat that you didn't think. And at the very least, you get to try something new and have a new experience under your belt. Yeah. I mean, when I first saw him on a picture, I was like, oh, an Indian guy. I don't know. That probably won't work out. And I was totally wrong. So try, I say try, try all kinds of people, meet people, talk to people. Like if anything, you learn something about yourself too. I love that. Um, the the last one we're going to leave on is, uh, in a sense, it's like intentional dating. So they're saying for 22, 
people are leaving or going to leave situationships behind and really go after what they want. So they're saying one third of Hinge users experienced a situationship in 2021 and 62% left feeling disappointed. Have you heard the term situationship? I'm in a situationship. I think so. Is it when you're like, it's like you're you're kind kind of of dating. Yeah, yeah. It's literally the name of this podcast. Yeah, you're kind of dating. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, uh uh-huh. Yeah. I, I think people would want to do that, but I think it's harder than it sounds. Cause when you're like, when you're kind of dating someone, it's, it's hard to like leave them and completely be intentional for something. Cause you have this rhythm, you have this familiarity with someone you're like, it's comfortable. It works. It's fine. Even if it's toxic. Even if it's toxic, even more if it's toxic. Cause it's like, <clears throat> you have this codependency. So yeah, I think, I think people would probably like want to do it probably as a new year's resolution or something, but it's hard. It's very hard as a girl yeah. who was known for kind of dating. I, uh, named the, literally the name of this podcast, um, massive commitment phobe. I was always in a situationship <laughs> and it was always dramatic and there was always some story to tell about it. And you realize that you become addicted to that yeah. cycle. And Mm -hmm. I think it's one of the reasons I also took time off dating. And whenever I've taken those breaks, it was, like I said, it was coming out of back-to-back situationships and bullshit. And you're like, ugh, get off of me. You know, like that fucking dirty energy in a way. Um, Oh, yeah. So I do think if people are getting to that point where they're realizing, like, life is short. There's been a pandemic. We could all potentially die. I want to have fun. But do I want to be, like, wrapped into drama? Probably not. Like maybe I want to be a little more mindful about Mm -hmm. who I'm picking, I think is a great thing. Cause the truth is situationships don't work out. I don't know who's like, if somebody's telling somebody out there, well, one in a fucking million might work out. Like you might convince him or her or them to be with you, but they probably know like from the minute they met you, if they really want to be with you or not, that's it. Yeah. And, and, and speaking for myself, like when, you know, you just know. So it's like this weird feeling inside. And I think also like, like Preet was telling me when, you know, I was like, how do you, how did you know? Like, how do you know? I think people know right away. There's something that just goes on. Like, am I going to just casually be with this person or could this be a potentially serious thing? So I I will disagree with you on that one point for me as a me personal thing. Um, Yeah. I don't believe that anybody knows. I oh, believe okay. I believe that you have an in, like a a feeling maybe that like hey this could have like you said potential, but yeah. I think we only know once people show up for us over and over again the way okay. we expected them to on that first feeling, and then yeah, we're like sense. then because otherwise everybody like whenever people say like oh I knew I'm like then why yeah. didn't you just get married right away? I mean. You know? I, I, I totally get what you're saying. It It is important uh, for me too, to, to have someone like show up constantly and like show the commitment level and this and that. I think when I say like, when you know, you know, there was just some, it was just some feeling like, okay. So when we first met, it was like, it was on it was online because so he saw me in a BuzzFeed video. I think I told you this, right? I was playing oh, a cat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was playing yes. a cat. 
Yeah. So he like, I guess he, he was like sitting in New York, like scrolling Facebook and he saw me and then he found my Instagram and just left a comment. But like what, what he did to me after that, we ended up texting for like four hours the first day, just texting. And when, what I, what I mean, when I say I knew is like, I was shit talking him so much because that's my personality. And he gave it right back to me. And I was like, oh, I like this guy. He can keep up with me. Because I was like throwing joke, 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 joke. And he was throwing it right back to me. And I was like, this has never happened before. Like, guys don't normally talk to me like this. So it was very, that, that is what I mean when I was like, this is, there's something different about this guy. So that's, that's when I was like, I know something is going to happen with this person. I don't know, but like, I know. Yeah. It's weird. It's very weird. No, I love, I love hearing that. And and that's what I'm (laughs) saying. That's just my point of view. It's just not that it doesn't mean it's the truth. It's just, um, I'm a very logical, like I don't, I have probably worked way more at not having emotions than I have at having emotions. So I think I'm so logical. Either. (laughs) I'm, I'm the coldest, like he's the sensitive one. I'm the one that's like, yeah. So like, I don't, I have, I have problems with like expressing myself and like, yeah, like that, but he did keep showing up and he did prove to me like those types of things. So I think that with the first thing in combo was like, okay. Yeah. So I agree with you to that extent, but yeah, I don't, I have emotional. (laughs) (laughs) We're both stunted. Yeah, I can't. I can't. No, I'm I'm getting better about it because, you know, uh, I, I'm uh, a lot of therapy, but I'm learning <laughs> to like s- to speak more in the moment and say it, and also not be so logical that like, hey, maybe sometimes it's just okay to feel and enjoy. Um, uh, but I will say, like, even with my boyfriend, I'm still very. It's been almost two years. Holy shit! But we're still very like or I'm still very, you know, like, yeah, it's working out for now. Like if he keeps, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If he keeps showing up, then yeah. yeah. And if, if two, not, two years is good, then I don't, know. Years. Yeah. I don't know. But when people are like, yeah, I'm like, I didn't know when I first met, I don't know, but maybe I don't, I don't know those feelings. You know, I just knew oh. I had a really good time and I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I had a really good time. And I was like, I'm going to yeah. try it again. And then There's the second, no rush. Yeah. And then the second date, I remember going like, oh, damn, like, like I had a uh, just like I was super attracted to him. I, you know, never try to like I'm not flirty. I don't try to touch people or any. I'm super like hands offish. And with him, I was like totally like putting my hand on his leg and like trying to get him to like do something. Um, And so I like knew I was like, oh, and then we had so much fun on the date. I just told my friends, I was like, oh, I think that's like the best date I've ever had. But, but I also was still like, I don't know, let's, let's see how it goes. And yeah, every time we go through something, it's like a running joke. My friends are like, you're going to say, let's see how it goes. I'm like, "Mm -hmm." like we, we (laughs) took a trip together. I don't know. Let's, let's see how the weekend goes. You know, I I did that too. I was, I was always so like, not scared, but just like, um, skeptical and just like, "Ah, I don't know. So sometimes I'll make a joke and um, I'll be like, I think I'm starting to have a crush on you. And he's like, what? And <laughs> yeah, okay, we're married. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I love you, but like, I don't know if I like you, you know? And like, I just like make these little jokes and he laughs, but it's, it's, uh, I, I get, I get it. I totally get it. Yeah. 
Um, well, I feel like we get each other. So oh. thank you so, so much for being on the podcast and helping us break down the dating trends of 2022. Um, Benita, you're not totally done though, uh, because we have something called six questions. Which oh, we snap. Every one of our guests. Um, All right. It's like rapid fire. Um, okay. And, you know, don't overthink it. Uh, okay. Just just say how whatever comes to your head. Oh, uh, so, Vanita, here are your six questions. What is the first thing you notice about a potential partner? Smile. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, what is one deal breaker? Pessimist. Mm, good one. Mm. What turns you on? Humor. Yeah. Have to be. Uh, what are one of your strengths and one of your weaknesses in relationships? Um, one of my weaknesses is that um, I I have a hard time expressing my like emotions. Like I, if someone yells at me, like I shut down. So, and then a strength is. I'm just silly. I like to make everyone laugh. So I'll just be like the silly. I'm very like, I hate wearing shoes. Like I'll be like, let's go do this. And I'm just free with it. So I like to, I guess the strength is like lighten up situations. I love that. Probably. Uh, what is love? Happiness. That was so cheesy. No. What is love? Happiness. That's, that's <laughs> fair. Cool. I don't know why I said that, but I had said that. Okay. I like it. Uh, Besides I love you, what three words would you want your partner to tell you? <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> okay, it's more than three words. I know. Um, Four. Uh, three words. Um, do they have to be like in a sentence? <laughs> However you um, could be okay. anything. Um, keep going, woman. Oh, no. yes. <laughs> I love I don't that. know. Something like something like that. I'm I'm always just like someone who uh, pushes me to be my best, something like that. So I love that. I love Keep that. Going. Well, Vanita, thank you again so much. How can everyone find you? Uh all your uh, amazing stuff and your socials. Um, thank you. Um, I'm at OMG Vanita everywhere on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, wherever. SoundCloud. <laughs> I love it. Everywhere. And, and guys, uh, all of her socials will be in the description of this episode. So please make sure you follow Vanita. Um, any other thing you want to plug? Girl, I just dropped a cryptocurrency class on onme.co. You can go check that out. <laughs> yes. Get it. Get it. Yeah. Um, you have to tell me about that later. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, friends, thank you so much for, uh, listening to this episode. Make sure you follow us on social media. We're at kind of dating across the board. I am at Natasha Chandel on Instagram, Natasha.Chandel on TikTok, Natasha underscore Chandel on Twitter. Thank you so much for downloading this episode. Please tell a friend, rate and review us on Apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Also send us your dating stories and thoughts via voice memo to kind of dating at gmail.com. Finally, I know it seems tough out there, but just try. Till next time.
Kinda Dating is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts. Kinda Dating is created, produced, and hosted by myself, Natasha Chandel. Aisha Holden is my co-host. Adam Pineless and Karina Uribe are producers. Our opening music is composed by Joe Lorenzetti, and our logo and graphics are by Jenna Yannick and K. Daniel Ellis.